With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right, and welcome into another edition of the Unreasonable Odds podcast. Per the usual, I'm Steve Buchanan. Julian is still out of the mix. This man is milking his paternity leave. No pun intended. He's milking that paternity leave for as long as possible. Out again this week. So only one show. That's that's fine. You know, I don't know if he's coming back next week or the week after. Whatever. We don't need him. We don't need him. Because I got my guy, Dave Sherapan, to join us here for this week eight edition of the show. And the beauty about this day, right, is that you and I can do whatever the hell we want, basically, right? Wow. Yeah. And, and and if you're watching on YouTube or wherever you can watch this, him and I are wearing both wearing baseball apparel for this NFL podcast. Is there another so say, sport going on, Steve? Like, seriously, what the hell? Yeah. Well, here's, here's the thing, Dave. It's, it's a big moneymaker. So we really have it to is. give it as much attention as possible. That's fine. I mean, as as someone who's worked in sportsbook, you know, almost your whole entire life, you know, the, the the handle that comes in for NFL football. It's, I mean, if you're breaking it down percentage wise in a year, it's sixty to seventy percent. Oh, sure. Football. I mean, it's you, you it's, know, it's not even close. Well, let, let's compare it to something that's relevant as we record this, October twenty seventh. Football is Spirit Halloween's. Halloween season, right? For the sports books. Oh, basically. yeah. Oh. Right? It's it's everything. I mean, if you want to talk, yeah, it's Spirit Halloween for Halloween. Yeah. It's it's a retailer for Christmas. It's yeah. it's everything. It's the busiest season. This is the busiest month because we got all the sports going on. It's just one of those things that you're just like, okay, let's get after it. You know, everybody right. all hands on deck. You certainly don't have babies. In October. I mean, I don't know who okayed that. I, I, I didn't say it, Jules. I didn't say we didn't need you, but we didn't need you today because yeah. Buck called me and said, hey, can you step in? I'm here, and I'm ready to go. I mean, and to be fair, too, you and I have hung out. This is our second hangout solo now without Julian. I saw you at the All-Star game, and now we're here together doing the pod. And if we didn't have so many things going on out in L.A., we right. would have hung out even more. But your schedule was very tight. It was. Get you away from that booth and all that stuff no. you had going on. But yeah, we got Golick, we got Carabas, we, we hung out there. Um uh who else was there? Who we, we did that trivia thing. Oh um, Emerson, lots Emerson was there. Was there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Samir was there. Our guy Samir, Samir was there. Samir was yep. there. Yep. It was great yep. to see Samir again in per, in yep. person. That was fun. Yeah, so this is not yeah, this I mean Jules, we're not rubbing it in. 
I mean, me and Jules, I picked <laughs> Jules up at the airport for goodness sake. So right. we're splitting right. time. Like this is You're fine. Right. This is good. Yeah, we're good. No doubt. All right. Before we get into week eight, let's just talk yeah. a little bit of baseball here because the world yeah. series, um, as we record, this is starting tomorrow. Um, so let's just talk about this real quick. So, this series, if you told me that this was going to be the series before the playoffs began, I'd say, you're out of your mind. Like, there's no chance that Philly is going to make it all the way through. And to my detriment, I have picked the opposing team that Philly has faced in each playoff series that they played. Like, I had them losing to St. Louis. Really? I had them losing to Atlanta. Mm. And I had them losing to San Diego. I think, I, I, I truly believe in my heart, all of those teams on paper – we're better than the Phillies. Okay. But here's what Philly has in their advantage. They're just on an absolute roll. Everything is falling in place for Philly. They have Bryce Harper, who is hitting out of his mind. Yeah. They're getting pitching performances from guys that they should be getting pitching performances out of, like Nola and Wheeler, who are pitching like true aces. Yep. So in your opinion, does this continue and they take down the monster in the American League in the Houston Astros, or, which is how I feel, I think Houston's got the advantage in the in the rotation, and that's going to be where it takes down Philly. Where do you kind of stand with this series? Full disclosure. Of course. I was buying Phillies tickets in September. I have a Phillies to beat the Astros ticket at 100 to 1. Stop it. I Stop do. it. Yeah, I do. I'll text what? it to you after. So I, I'm holding... <laughs> And um, and that's not the only one. That's just the highest odds. Sure, so, sure. So, um, the way that the the playoff structure played out, I thought yeah. dogs were live. Period. And 100%. I assessed it like this: Give me the one and two, meaning one and two pitchers, and yeah. see how it compares. So, you know, I was live with the Guardians. I had yeah. Guardians over Phillies, Padres. 500 to one and 600 to one were the tickets. Cause I thought if the Goodness. guardians just get to the ALCS, I'll maneuver and be able yeah. to, to do some stuff. Yeah. You're cruising. So I did the same in the NL with the Phillies and the Padres. Yeah. I said that these two teams with these top two guys with yep. those lineups can win a short series and then win another series. They were on opposite sides. And I thought if one of them just get there, we're good. I can't believe both of them got there. So I right. I was good. Now, looking at this, Houston hasn't lost a damn game. No. Right. And Seattle took them to the, to the, to the mattresses. That was, I mean, mm. like Seattle was, the, was right there. I mean, 18 yep. innings the last game. I just wanted them to win one game, extend them out. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Yankees just swung and missed too many times to, to really – worry about when i look at this series yes houston is the better team on paper yes sure houston has a way better bullpen that's yep. where the biggest disparity is defensively houston's way better oh yeah everybody is <laughs> Ever. i mean everybody even the friday is. night softball team is like equal <laughs> no doubt what's going on sometimes defensively for the phillies but you see the magic of baseball right you yeah. see this run that harper's on what that game on Saturday had this house crazy. It had sports books sure. crazy. It actually took precedence for a little while on sound on a Saturday in a book with college football going on. That's Sunday, incredible. it still didn't overcome NFL, which we'll get no. to here in a second. And I get it. 
But, yes, I think the Phillies are live. I think it can continue. Steve, I'll throw it back to you. Do they have to win one of these first two games in Houston to win the series? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. That's where it is because if they don't, right, and they're down 0-2, then who do the Phillies turn to? That's the problem. They don't have a strong number three. And if their strong number three is Ranger Suarez, who annihilates left-handed pitching? The Houston Astros. Then you're in a big hole, right? Then you're then then you're done. You're done after that. Yeah. So they need to win one of those games because they cannot go to Suarez down in the series already. Because Suarez is the one who really could get hit hard in the series, and I think that's why they have to take at least one of these games. Well, you saw what happened Game Four of the NLCS. It was a yep. bullpen game. Yep. I can't even remember who started for, but he didn't get an out for the Phillies. It was a bullpen game. It Bailey Falter. 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 Yep. What are they going to do? Throw him against the Astros again? Okay. But no. You can't, can't do that. You can't do that even down 2 1. Nope. Not it at all. It has to be. If, Suarez, if they go lose the first two games and Suarez wins game three, it's 2 1. And now you go, okay, we're going to outslug them. I don't like my chances there. Not at all. They got it all. I think they got to win the Wheeler game just for the series, for the momentum, for everything. Yep. They decide to do the flip and put Nola first against Verlander. I'm good with it. Are you good with that? I'm good. That's, yep, that's fine with me. Yep. Which game do you like the more in? Because, I mean, you get Framber in game two, lefty against Harper, Schwarber, even, even Stotts getting clutch base hits. They're all left handed. Yep. Right. But that's okay though because Harper can hit lefties well. Still, you know Schwarber's gonna Schwarber's gonna be a hit or miss anyways. So I like the more in the Frommer game, the Verlander game. I, I don't give him much of a shot. Neither do the books too. I mean the Astros are one sixty five favorites in game I one. Know. I know. You know, with Nola, with how good he's been. Just prone. But when Nola's great until he's not, and then the stuff yep. flattens out, and balls start going over the fence, and then it's boom. Yep. So I hope I I really hope that. You know, they get a quality start out of NOLA, and yeah. then we'll take our chances. Well, look, man, when it gets to the bullpens, there's no question that the, the Astros are just so good. They just have that yeah. filth stuff. Every guy comes in, swing and miss, swing and miss, swing and miss, swing and miss. A lot of strikeouts, not many base runners. And um, it's like an in-game, not a lock, but, man, when, when they get it – when they have a lead into the sixth, it's like okay, yep. it's it's it's, it's close. It's pretty much done, so yeah, yep. so it's done, so can get some early runs and we go from there. You and I could talk baseball all day. It's, it, all it's day. very very apparent all day. Uh, let's talk about week eight a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, real quick, on, real real quick on, on just kind of your opinion here. Um, underdogs have just been absolutely crushing it, not just over overall in the season, but just it's particularly in in the last couple of weeks. It was two weeks ago that there were six teams that were minus 200 favorites or higher, and they went two and four last week. This is the week where, you know, uh, Buccaneers lost, uh, Packers lost. At what point do you think either A, the books have to adjust to that, or B, is it just one of those things that maybe it was a rough couple weeks and then we're just going to move on? Like, how how, how do that type of weeks really affect the the line makings and just the perception of these teams overall? Because when some of those teams lose – because I know we've talked about, you know, books have like their power rankings. That has to start shifting a little bit here when teams like the Bucks lose to the Panthers and Steelers. 
It does, but uncertainty is yeah. the book's best friend. This sure, has been sure. a tremendous sure. season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Yo, public's getting trashed. Yeah, beat up. But even the even the the um, you know, I call them the rhombuses and the parallelograms. But it's the sharps, the the <laughs> you know, whoever you want to call them. Yeah, they're losing too. Like they're having yeah. a tough time in the NFL. It's really hard because just when you think a team is good, they're not. Mm-hmm. Or when you think a good team has a bad game, you come back on them, like Tampa. Loses yep. at Pittsburgh, closes at nine. Oh, they're not going to lose again at Carolina. They can't. Well, lay 11, gets yeah. all the way up to 13, 13 and a half close, and they don't even score a touchdown in Carolina, who just traded their best player to San Francisco, right. which you thought was going to lead to them playing better and being good. They're a home dog against Kansas City, and they get waxed. Right. <laughs> like you try to figure out and try to keep with these these lines and stuff. Fuck this this week. There's three games with double digit lines. Everything yep. else is like two and a half, three and a half. Yep. Pick two and a half, three and a. Half. This mm-hmm. is a really hard week to try to like feel really definitive about games. I think. So. I think. I think this is the third straight week that I'm like, oh, this is a tough week again, <laughs> again. Like, I, like this is like a third week in a row. I, I. Honestly, like at the top of the show, I would have said that, but I'm like, I've said it two weeks in a row now. I'm just not even going to say it, but you're right. No. You're totally right. And, and, and this is the game that I wanted to start off with. What? Patriots and Jets. Oh, the Pats are two and a half point favorites. I'm like, how, why? 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 If me. it's, if it's, if it's a, a minus three or less spread, you're usually taking the better team. Yeah. Okay. Well, if that's the case, then the better team is the underdog in the Jets at plus two and a half. Correct. So to me, it's like, why is this only two and a half? And I keep struggling with this. And I keep thinking, like, the, first of all, I feel like the Jets should be the favorites here. So then, of course, I'm going to be on the two-and-a-half side for the Jets. No but doubt. what did you see, from, especially from that Chicago game, where this, this line is still so minuscule? And the wrong team is favored, in my opinion. Listen, and that's a common thing. Like, you, you're not wrong in saying that. And I think – there's people that used to say that in the book. We used to say that in the risk room to each other. Wrong team's favored. Yeah. <laughs> and try to need that side that we thought should be favored. Yeah. And maybe that's what the books are doing here. Like, yeah, you know, sure. You know, and the bad guys, you know, BAG, I like to call them the bad guys, the guys that come in and bet bags of money. They're waiting for a three. Right, they're exactly. Sure. 100% going to unload on the Jets plus three if they can't get it. So the books know that, so they're not going to give them three. They're going to put a two and a half, just enough where if the Patriots win by one or two, they still Mm -hmm. scoop the point spread. Yeah. Now, you'll see this line move. I'm telling you, I think you'll see this line move toward the Jets on Sunday. Uh, Yeah. Not before. Now, I heard, I don't know if you heard, Mac Jones is going to be the starter for sure. That has been confirmed. Is that better? I don't know if that's better. Is that no. better? Here's the other thing that I think, too. This is what I truly believe. The The term starter in a situation like this, I think, is very loose. Like, yes, he will start the game. <laughs> Does that mean he's the quarterback that's in there when it finishes? That's what I do well, not Wasn't believe. Monday such a disaster? Right. With the changing right. and the changing? Like, he is going to be the quarterback, even if he's having a bad game, isn't he? Yep. I don't know anymore. I, I truly don't that's know true. anymore. I don't know either. That that's that's the problem. Sure. So I do like I do believe that 
when the, when this game kicks off, Mac Jones will be the first quarterback under center. I do not, I do not, I cannot say with certainty that when that game hits, you know, triple zero in the fourth quarter, that he was the one that ended that game too. That's kind of where I'm at. That's really kind of where I'm at. How low is his total? Is this low enough? Uh, 40 and a half. Is it low enough? I, I don't think, think it's, it's an enough. under. I think it is an under too. Because the Jets are so, I, I will say the Jets are so good defensively. Oh. Like in their secondary, they're phenomenal. They've just been such a much better. I mean, I, I have Jets under six wins. I'm already screwed, right? And we're eight weeks in. I'm already screwed on that. They ain't, yeah. They're not going to go under on that. I but never in my so. wildest dreams did I think that they would be this good. That's the problem. Not a lot of people did. I got to meet some people in a sports book here in town, who the Las Vegas Jets fans club. They get together every week. I can't believe I yeah. posted on my Twitter. You can't even imagine. These people get together in their building. Because they're yeah. good. This guy was so excited. Animal was his name. He said, come by and hang out. I'm going by on Sunday to sit and watch the game for a little while with these people. They yeah. believe the Jets are going to win. I think I think that's the side. I think the total is the best play in the game. Under. Sure. I'm with First you. First team to 20 wins, and neither team may get to 20. Yep. This may be a 17-14 ugly game. Yep. But I, I, I think it's an under game for sure. Yeah, I like I like the two and a half of the Jets. I think if you can get that now, I would take it, and I'm taking the under four of uh, the under forty and a half. Yeah, um, I don't love a lot of games in this one o'clock window, but I mm. do like one of the double digit favorites in the, in the Eagles going up against the Steelers. Do you really? I do. Yeah, I do like I do like them even at this number. Off the I think they're that, everything. I I think they're that good. I just I really truly think that they're that good. Like everything is clicking. They just made that trade for Quinn from the Bears. Right, Everything is just clicking for that team. And if there was a team that I was confident could cover a double-digit spread, Philly is probably that team for me. I really, I really in my heart believe that. I'm caught up in a Phillies run. And, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, I am. I'm wearing a Philly stuff all over the place. Yeah, sure. You know, Samir, producer, yelled at me right away because I'm wearing a Philly stuff. And I like the Philly green, the old-school yeah. Kelly green from the Eagles. But they're playing the Steelers, who I think they could have won that game at Miami last week. Like, they were right Maybe. there. Maybe. Yeah. They were and there. And that was over a touchdown. So now what do you do? you got to – there's definitely a Philly tax right now on the Eagles. Yep. And they're coming off a bye, which has value. I don't know what it is. It's hard to quantify. But this line, anything less than 10, is an automatic play on the favorite. Yeah. So you put it over 10 and see what they do with it. Well, the total is only 43 and a half or 43. Right. So it becomes a math problem. There's not a lot of scores that the favorite covers and a game can go over. Right. So it correlates. They call that the dog and the under favorite and over kind of parlay. I said it on my show, Cash Considerations. I'll say it again here. I think the Steelers can't cover the spread. Wow. Okay. Will they lose the? Will the Eagles lose the game? Man, this would be a tough spot for them to lay an egg and lose yeah. the game. Their but, first loss, no less. Right. Undefeated, they're going to lose to the Steelers at home <laughs> right. on a Sunday. Right. That seems ridiculous. Of course. Right? <laughs> of course. But I, I I think this could be. I mean, you're right though. They are that good. Yeah. They could blow the Steelers out. They got to get. I think they got to get 31 points. 
you know, in 3114 gets you home, gets you there. Yep. So, oh, of course, of course. Yeah. So that, so that was a spot that I did like too, as well. Um, was there anything in particular in the one o'clock window that you liked? Cause there, there's, there's more that I like in the afternoon game. So if, if you don't have too much in the early window, then we can go right to the afternoon, well, but you I, let me know. I, I think the, the London game is before the 10 o'clock window. Yes. Okay. Um, but how can you make a case at all for Denver? Like, no. I I can't believe I'm saying this, but if Jacksonville's not like on the early card, I don't know a better spot. Like the game in London, you got this guy talking about doing stretching on the plane. I don't know what Russell Wilson is doing. And I don't no one think does. him coming nobody does. And I yeah. don't think him coming back is a plus. No, it's not. It's not so I, I like Jacksonville under a touchdown. Or I mean, under a field goal, it's it's, it's yep. two and a half current right now. It is, yep. Yeah, in another low scoring. I don't know. I mean, this game starts at six thirty Pacific. Okay, oh. <laughs> I, it it's it messes up your whole Sunday when you have one of these games in the book. The, the, you're just tired. It's a mess. Honestly, I I have a rule. I do not bet London games. You know why? I cannot start my day with losing bets before the one p.m. kickoff Eastern time. I can't do that to myself. I can't. So I just uh, London games, forget it. Does nothing for me. I won't pay attention. I absolutely won't be putting any money down. I don't. I can't lose before I'm done with my cereal. I can't. I can't do that. Not on a Sunday. Nope. Not on the Lord's Day. Can't do it. It's that's a good rule though because yeah, I never put it like when I'm in a contest. I never pick it. I never use it because crazy stuff happens. But yep. the rest of the games in a morning spot, I mean, it's tough. There's not too many other ones. I'm with you. I think Minnesota off the bye against Arizona. I'm leaning that way. Um, but other than that, there's, I mean, there's a lot of tough games, and I don't really have any strong feelings or leans either way in any of them. Uh, public is very heavy on, on the Cardinals. Yeah, feels like Minnesota's side to me at that feels yeah. like the side you hear yeah. about this Arizona road record and boy mm-hmm. they looked good against New Orleans in their last start they got the long rest off the Thursday game but Minnesota's coming off a bye so yep. I think that's nullified Minnesota's yep. really good at home very physical running team um, yes that's not exactly what Arizona stops so right late in Minnesota all right, we're going to go to the afternoon games because yep. this is where I think some of the better plays are here. I got to start off here with the Titans and Texans. Okay. And again, this is one of those games where I'm like, how is the spread only what it is? Titans are only two and a half point favorites. Why? It's this one's tricky. I don't understand this one. What do you do? You like Tennessee? I, I I'm absolutely smashing Tennessee. Here. I know. Like, so what are we missing? Because I, I feel like exactly. I would be standing up in a room going, put it at three and a half and let them bet Houston. Because here's the thing. It's like, what does Houston, what can't they do? They can't stop, stop the, run the run at all. <laughs> now they're facing one of the most prolific running backs in the league right. against a team who loves to run the ball. Right. Like, it, it, put it this way. If you told me Derrick Henry's rushing prop for this game was like 130 and a half, I'd be like, Ooh. cool. I, I'm still interested. Like, I would not be shocked if this is one of those games where Derrick Henry went off for 200 rushing yards because Houston has been that bad against the run. Like, opposing backs are averaging over five yards a carry against this run defense. Brutal. 
absolutely brutal. And this is before they even face Henry, right? Yeah, so they haven't. This is this is a first divisional matchup between these two, right? This yep. Is... Yep. So I I am just like I, I I don't see it. Like it, you can come back and say to me that the Titans secondary has struggled because that is that is absolutely true. But I'm not worried about a Davis Mills run offense that they're going to go up and down the field against the Titans, right? With with what Brandon Cooks and Nico Collins, like no, that is, no. No. no, I so like this is one no. of those things that if if I take Tennessee two and a half, right, or two, whatever it ends up in, and they beat me, the Texans win, they cover, whatever. I'm okay with it because I know at least matchup wise, I'm on the right side. Right. If this is just one of those bad beats, I can live with that. But, like, I, you would never be able to talk me into a Houston side on this with how bad they are against the run. So, like, this is probably my favorite play on the board is oh, Tennessee wow. two and a half. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I'm at. This is – I get nervous about these ones because they do look so easy. Mm-hmm. And I always ask – I used to ask people that in the book all the time. I'm like – because they like, hey, what do you like? Or what do you – you know, and I would say, yeah, will you feel better about holding a Tennessee ticket and Houston winning the game or holding a Houston ticket and Tennessee winning and covering, which one will yeah. make you feel better if it happens. Yep. And most of the time, the answer is I'd rather bet Tennessee and lose yep. than bet Houston and lose, because I feel like it should be Tennessee and you almost overthink it. So <laughs> I'm with you. I, 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 I don't want anything to do with the Houston side. I'm surprised you said that was your best play. Like, I, I, yeah. What is the I other really, games that you like here at the, the late session? I, I like I like Giants plus three against the Seahawks. This is such an interesting game, is it not? Because the Seahawks Very are much. playing above their expectations, not even close. Both teams, both teams. But the Giants are one <laughs> game back in a division and have only yeah. lost one game all season. Yep. This is impossible. That this is the only game of the week where both teams have a winning record. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Unbelievable. I, I no. did an ESP. I did a, a spot for ESPN today, and that was one of the little tidbits that I gave out. This is the only game this week against two teams with winning records. That's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. And about. it's the Giants in Seattle. Yep. So you go <laughs> like, all right, what's going on here? Um, Listen, people have been betting against the Giants. They've been burning people's bankroll all season. Everybody, everybody in the space, and you know, again, the shapes, all the shapes yep. and sizes. It's the rhombuses and the parallelograms is what the words I like to use because they're yep. fun to say and hard to spell, and nobody gets offended <laughs> when you say it. But they were no. all on Jacksonville, and the Giants went and won for the people, for the public, yep. for everybody. What do you do with this game? I think you do what you did. You take the Giants, take them plus three. Feels yeah. like a field goal game. I think you could lose. The Giants could lose and push. But I think they're live to win a game. I would only take the Giants in the side. I have no idea what the total, Steve. I have no idea what to do with this total. None. I leave it alone. Have to let it go. How about this, though? The Giants have been underdogs five times this season. They're 5-0 and against the spread, and they're covering by almost nine points. On average. <laughs> so, I mean, again, I don't know how you make this number any different. You look at this and like as as somebody did it as long as I did, it's like, oh, it's Seattle minus two and a half or three. 
depending on if where you want to take the bet. And people yeah. look at me like, why? Well, I can't really explain it. Yep. You just know it when you see it. You can't make the Giants favored because you're going to get right. a deluge of Seattle money. If you put it anywhere over three, three point oh one, let alone three and a half, you're going to get yep. nothing but New York Giants money. Yep. So that's the number. The well, the, and then the here, other what about the Colts game. What did, well, what, one sec, real, real quick too, just on that on that note. Yep. The 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 real X factor in this game too is if Metcalf plays or not because that is still in question. Yeah. Because he. That's the other thing too. If Metcalf is out, then you ha- then the line has to move. It wouldn't. I can't imagine. He's going to play though, sense. isn't he? I, I mean, it's 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 still uncertain. He did not practice on Wednesday. I have not seen the practice report for Thursday as of yet. Yeah. And this game's in Seattle, so they're on. So they're on your time. So they're probably just getting there now. Right. He has to. Pr- I mean, I think he has to play. Yeah. They're in it. They're winning the division. It's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> But yeah, well, uh, as you mentioned, Commanders Colts line didn't change much after Ryan was out. I can't imagine he's worth. I mean, what what would you even rate? What what, what is Matt Ryan even worth to the spread at this point? Point. Uh, it's people bet it in the Colts' favor. <laughs> yeah, they did, and I don't blame them. Yeah, I just I'm looking at this going, who's the best unit on the field? Is it the Indy offense or the Washington offense? Is it the Indy defense or the Washington defense? Who's the best unit on the field, in your opinion? I can't. I I I can't say. I don't know what we're gonna get out of Ellinger, right? Don't so know, if you, right? so. So it can't but, be and, Indy's so, offense. So here's what here's what I do. Take both quarterbacks out of the mix because you got the backup in Washington, right? You got Ellinger going with Indy. Don't right. know what you're gonna get out of him. Yeah. So now what's left? Who's better? Well, the Colts. I would give it to the Colts. With Taylor, uh, Pittman, Alec Pierce. Okay. Yeah, I'll give it to the I'll give it to the Colts. But both guys who are giving them the ball, I don't know. I have nothing for that. I see so, this, and it screams to me Washington. It oh, screams I, yeah. to me Washington. I think the numbers and the ratings and stuff on the Colts have been bad all season. I think the yeah. lines have been bad all season. I don't yeah. think they're a good football team. I thought they were a good football team. But I've been saying in Atlanta, Matt Ryan was done. And him going to Indy wasn't really going to make gonna them be the better. It was, I thought nope. it was making them worse. Yep. So I see this number, and I'm like, I will grab three, no question. I think Washington can win the game. Could be dead wrong. But that, that yeah. when I see that number, that's where I, that screams to me. No, that's that's fair. I, I I think I'm gonna stay away from this one unless yeah. it changes. Like if it gets to three and a half, then maybe I'll start thinking about getting in on that. But right, it's that's tough because there's too many there's too many variables for me to really oh, feel confident in either so side. Hard. On so either hard. side. Yeah. All right, let's let's wrap it up here with this yep. one here. Packers Bills. What the Aaron Rodgers? They double this number. <laughs> the Packers. Uh, oh. Aaron Rodgers specifically a double digit underdog first time in his career. I, I, I think the I think the Bills trounce them. I really do. See, and I, as the book guy, every single person that comes in and bets this game, every single parlay, every single thing will roll into Bills. So yep. I'm conditioned to go, isn't this the game the Packers cover for no other reason that there's no way in hell that they should? Yep. Like, this game, so the public really hasn't had that banner week where – 
the no. games have gone that way. And then it rolls into a Sunday night game. And like, we'd be sitting there. We need a game for, se- you know, seven figure decision. Yeah. And you need the dog at a game like this. And you know, in the first quarter, you're done. Yeah. And like I used to be off in the risk room on Mondays and Tuesdays, mercifully, thank goodness, because <laughs> the Monday meetings were terrible. Sure, so sure, sure. You didn't yeah. want to be there. So yeah. um, the books are going to need – this will be one of the biggest needs for the teasers, yeah. for the money line parlays, for everything. The props, you're going to bet all the Bills props over. Yeah. Josh Allen over. Um, you know, the wide receivers over. Dawson Knox over. over you're going to have yep. a lot of over bets. Um, and that's why I, I would sit and lean and go, yeah, uh, Packers will probably lose by 10, right? (laughs) Just get in under the number just to aggravate everybody before Halloween. Yep. I'm with you. I mean, I I mean, I'm not betting this game because I'm I'm very, I'm very leery about taking double digit spreads, even though I was just talking about the Eagles, but I do feel that strongly about the Eagles. So I'm okay with that. I do. I feel strong about the bills. Yes. But against Rodgers, that's right. a different thing. Like, Hurts versus Pickett, fine. Right. You know, Allen right. versus Rodgers, well, there's, there's something there. That's different. That's different. It's yep. different. And um, I, I think you have to consider that into the handicap where you can't just bury Rodgers. Like, you could bury the Steelers yeah. in that game. You could bury the Bears, I think, in the Dallas game. Like, Dallas should yeah. win that game handily. I would think the double digits, but um, this one has that, has that screaming at you. Like, yeah, yep. I don't, yep. I'm, I'm ready to yep. do it. Oh, I don't right. really want to lay it. I don't want right. to take it either. Yeah. Um, the game goes over, doesn't it? All that being said, it goes oh, yeah. over. Yeah. It has yeah. to go I, over. Yeah. For, it's at 47 and a half. So yeah. it's getting a little bit up there, but yeah, yeah I, I think so. I, I the, 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 the Packers, despite their inabilities, this season, I think they're still good for at least, you know, 20 points in this game. If nothing else, if it does yeah. turn into a blowout, there's probably going to be a pick, right? Yep. You know, and Rodgers don't throw too many picks, but if there's a fumble. He has lately. He has lately. Exactly. Yeah. That's where the other thing is you have to kind of take out what you've seen for 15 years or whatever it is and look at lately. And lately yeah. the Packers are – a below average football team at best with a hall of fame quarterback who isn't playing like a hall of fame quarterback. Yep. All right. We're going to go to best bets here. Your best yep. bet for the week. I'm uh, going with Titans minus two and a half against okay. the Texans. I'm really hoping that the, at the end of the day, that bet cashes and I go, I only got this at two and a half. Yeah. That's the beauty of that one there. But truly, I, I have no sense that they're going to stop the run at all. They haven't done it all season long. And this is before they even seen Derrick Henry. So give me the Titans minus two and a half. That's my favorite play of the week. What do you got, bud? I'm going to violate your rule and pick the London game. Go ahead. And take Jacksonville. <laughs> I am. I'm going to do it because I'm picking against Denver. I said it on all the shows that I do. I said Denver season wins under. I've seen enough of Russell Wilson to know that him coming back is not really going to help. And it's Jacksonville's de facto home game away from home. They go over there and win these football games. So. Yep. Set your alarm, but don't. Put the bet in. That's fine. Wake up, hopefully, to a winner. Otherwise, now we're going to have to follow up with all this other stuff. There's no baseball on Sunday, so now it can be complete aggravation. 
and me coming off of Penn State getting thumped by Ohio State on Saturday, it's going to be a rough day. But, I mean, at least like Samir will be at a nice wedding and we won't have to worry about yes. him. So that'll be And, and spe- speaking of Samir, he did drop a nice little nugget here. Derrick Henry's last three games versus the Texans, 211, 212, 250 for rushing yards, Ooh. three, three, two, and two for touchdowns. Damn. You want to talk about props over? You got me interested well, in props over. Holy crap. Really quick, really quick. Yeah. As a, someone who used to do this, Henry's going up against this game. What's the line? What do you set his rushing line at? Oh, damn. To even. What's his average? Whatever his average is, I got to yep. add yardage to. So, like, that's how these things are set. You take his his season average and you extrapolate it out a little bit so you maybe shade it one way or the other. So, if he's averaging, what, 112, 120? Somewhere so, on point. the year, he's averaging just under 90. Wow. This total is going to be <laughs> 98 and a half or 99. Like, this is going to be – they're going to they're, they're gonna give you the number at the beginning whether he's going to get 100 yards or not. 10 yep. yards off the average. Wow. This is an overplay. Huh. Most certainly. You got to tell certainly. the boys in the risk room up there to make sure you <laughs> add that number up. I mean, <laughs> Steve and Samir just give you the number. It better be yep. pumped up. Right. Touchdown number over because it's going to be one and a half with juice under. Think he yep. can get two. Hello. Yep. Him to score a yep. touchdown will be minus money, but not that much. Wow. Now you give me something else to look at in addition to the baseball and the basketball and the hockey. Yep, Thanks, there you boy. go. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right. It's been our guy, Dave Sherapan. You can follow him on Twitter at SportsBKConsig. Also watch him and uh, Matt Peralt uh, every every Monday through Friday, correct? Yeah, we do the show Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Uh, Eastern. It's available on YouTube and a bunch of other platforms. And, um, you know, I'll be on MLB Network. Yeah, you do the morning shift. I do usually the afternoon shift. They get yep. me out west. But that's always fun. And then every night, uh, you know, Sports Grid, uh, Sirius XM 159 on TV. Talking about these sports, man. It's a busy time of year. Thanks for having me on the show. Of course. This man never sleeps. And hopefully he doesn't lose his first bet on Sunday before the coffee even gets done because he's betting on the London game. For this edition of the Unreasonable Odds podcast, I'm Steve Buchanan. We will catch you next week, next Thursday, right here, wherever you download your podcasts. Talk to you then. Odds and lines are subject to change. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.